Replacing a Crosley CR704 needle. A worn or damaged needle produces poor sound and destroys records. An average phonograph with a new needle spinning a clean record will produce concert quality sound with little distortion, producing a result very similar to the original. The MP1 is a diamond stylus needle. The diamond needle is good for about 1,000 hours of playtime. Step 1. With steady hands, gently tug the needle from its cartridge, pulling downwards. Step 2. Secure the new needle by gently snapping it upwards and inwards until it clicks into place. This is what plays your records. Podcast on Civil oh, fuck, missed it. Well, um, how's your day? Um, yeah, it was great actually. Uh, I waded through three inches of rain to get here. Mm-hmm. Um, had to put my my thongs up in the air to not get them wet. Right. Yeah, have you ever, you ever had to do that? Um, to to put your thongs up in the air? Mm. No, no. Like you just don't care. I'm not- I'm going to ignore that, but yeah. I, I'm still trying to... <laughs> that was a, is, this is a comedy, so I thought I'd put a joke in. Was that yeah, too much? Yeah, I don't know. Yeah. I don't know if this is working out. Well, we've had 65 listens according to, <laughs> according to the internet. <laughs> that's that's 10 more than last time you texted me. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, so we're doing pretty well. Uh, and I'm guessing at least 15 of those are us, just checking that the download's working. Possibly, because we haven't told our friends and families... Because um, as we discussed in episode one, mm. this is a real credibility killer. And Yeah, exactly. Yeah. yeah. Um, so actually, yeah, I guess actually, it's, it's not bad. We're going to have to beep that. Yeah. It was at this point that Swam accidentally mentioned his wife by her real name, thus negating the anonymity of the whole affair. <laughs> um, spoke to, well, showed it to her mother. Oh, right. And um, her response was... We're, that we're sickos. Sickos. All right. Um, I mean, <laughs> I guess deep down I knew that. Yeah. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I mean, hearing it like that is a bit of a shock though. Well, and you know, mm. I don't know that she's really got much um, of a high horse to stand on there. Okay. Yeah. I mean, what's her podcast like? That's my question. Well, that's right. Mm. Isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. Isn't it? <laughs> take that, take, take <laughs> mother-in-law. That, take that mother-in-law, yeah. You better listen to this episode, that's for mm, sure. And, yeah. and then I, so I was sent pictures yeah. as they were sitting there having jam and cream with mm. um, mother-in-law, um, you know. Yep. I, well, it seemed like she was either sort of confused, yeah. or repulsed or bemused. I wouldn't say it was outright amusement. Yeah. But that's kind of what we're going for, isn't it? I guess so. Yeah. I mean, I think bemusement is definitely that was on my uh, sort of on the list of aims for doing a right. podcast. We're Bemu- aiming high. Some bemusement. <laughs> we're aiming really high. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, what were the other ones? Bemusement, disappointment. There's a bit. Well, yeah, uh, perhaps a bit of repulsion too. Yeah. Well, that's the one. I don't think that's dis- like disgust and repulsion. I don't think that's where I'll take it to task. Re- you don't think it is? No, I mean it's you know what's just, it's not obscene. I think the episode where 
you're talking about, uh, you're asking me about the snail's anus. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's just biology. It's, yeah. But, I mean, you don't have to talk about that, do you? There's, there, are, there are other options. Well, there are other bits of the snail. Is that what? <laughs> well, just in terms of general podcast mm. subject matter, yeah, there's absolutely what? no requirement. <laughs> I mean, you know, you look at a snail though, and you, there's just so many components just all hidden up there in the shell, and mm. it does make you wonder. Mm, it doesn't. No. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, we've covered that. <laughs> we, so. yeah, we don't need. To... <laughs> Let's not go back there. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. <clears throat> yeah, and. Uh, how do you think we've followed through with some of the ideas we had in the very first transmission? Well, mm. as we suspected, it was going to be disappointing giving mm. away all of those ideas. Yeah, yeah. And following them up would just feel a little bit, you know, mm. just like we're just fulfilling a promise. And, and I don't yeah, know yeah. if I like fulfilling promises. So it's okay that we just ignore some of the ideas we had? I think we have to. Yeah. I mean, some of them aren't practical. Yeah. Like interviewing a warthog. <laughs> yeah. Well, as it turns out, it, the Kiwi one, you know, let's ask a Kiwi, yeah. which you might remember totally bombed out in the first episode. Yeah. Yeah, well. Yeah. Possibly because we couldn't do Kiwi accents effectively. Mm. And it felt a little bit racist, but I don't, you know, that's not necessarily a problem. There are any Kiwis. I don't think it's, yeah. a, I don't think that's a problem, but yeah. it wasn't funny then. And I don't know if it's going to be funny now. Yeah. Are there any are there any races you're allowed to be racist towards these days? Like a while ago, like say ten years ago, you could do an Italian. We're going down accent. one of we're going to go down one of your holes again, aren't we? <laughs> um, <laughs> not anatomically, I hope. Mm. <laughs> um, but <laughs> just a quick, like you know, you could do an Italian accent probably ten years ago. Whereas now, I don't even know if you're allowed to do even. I, look, I think it was still racist. Yeah. <laughs> but I mean, just in media, you could probably like I don't know on the more popular. It was network, okay to be it was racist. Okay to do something like like sort blackface. Of it was okay. It was always racist, but it yeah. was okay. Yeah, yeah, mm. exactly. Mm. Um, but even to this day, like, so we think Kiwi, you can still get away with. Yeah, I think so. Yeah. Um. Well, you know, like, f them. Hmm. And there's a, still a few popular movies where there are like people doing pretty bad Indian accents. Mm, that's racist. Yeah. Mm. But, so I think that's gone. But mm. Kiwi's okay. I mean, Americans and English people, you're allowed, I think. Well, even when you think about Kiwi, it's got to be kind mm. of, it's got to be Kiwis as a kind of, you, you look at them like the particular kind of Kiwi you can take the piss out of as yeah. an Australian is the, uh, the white mm. lesser Australian with mm. a weird accent. <laughs> Which I think is also the Latin for Kiwi, isn't it? <laughs> it probably yeah. is. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Because, you know, no one's messing with those married dudes. No. No one's messing with them. No, no. I mean... And besides, they're cool, right? Well, some of them. I mean, well, I don't yeah, know. I don't know. I've only met like, about seven. But <laughs> well, that's not true. <laughs> I've, as is so often the case in my life, I felt they've been cooler than me. Oh, yeah, mm. yeah. Yeah, it's the tattoos, I think. Yeah. Yeah. And also that I got... Well, I don't know. Yeah. Do you have any tattoos? No. No, me neither. Yeah, I can, yeah, I think I'm just too Caucasian to have tattoos. Yeah, I mean, mm. we've got awkward white guy down oh, yeah. so well. Oh, yeah, totally. I mean, we've got yeah. that spades. Yeah. They can try. <laughs> yeah, that's the uh, first line on my CV. Awkward white guy. Yeah. Mm. <laughs> mm. Yeah. 
Um, <clears throat> we, how, how about we listen to a bit of this? Special bonus podcast. Special bonus podcast. Special bonus podcast. You are being followed. 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 You are being followed. Followed. It's called Looking for City. Looking for a city built above. Looking for a city. Ham has long been a staple of the Australian diet, and it's synonymous with flavour, texture and glaze. Many people have attempted to make ham over the years and succeeded. Some have failed. But throughout past decades, there have been some hams that have really made a splash through the community. This is their story. It's important if you want to understand the world of ham that we go right back to the beginning, to Reginald C. Brompton, who is the first recorded ham. While he happened to be quite a large ham, it was as a bone post-consumption where he really made his mark in some of the stocks of Europe. His soups were tasted for miles and miles, until eventually the King of Sweden, Sir Bathwater Plugstorter, eventually ordered the ham Brompton to his court, where many fine stock was produced. There is still a chalice in the collection at the Swedish courts that is said to hold a ladle full of this stock, although the whereabouts of Reginald C. Brompton still remain the subject of some speculation today, with most agreeing that the king had it buried at his side. On to more rebellious hams now, and at the height of the punk movement on the King's Road in London, it was said that a ham hock was passed on from fashion designer Vivian Westwood to a young Johnny Lydon, who she found nestled in an alleyway amongst a pile of burnt-out old tyres. She raised him as her own, feeding him a staple diet of ham hock with the side of a substance she dubbed Bayswater Pickle, which turned out to be cucumbers a storeholder was routinely discarding into Camden Lock each evening at the close of business. To this day, Leiden still claims that without the nourishing ham hock, the whole punk movement would never have happened. While there have been some controversial hams over the years, Willie the sandwich ham who is said to have infiltrated the lunchbox of Mussolini, Gary the nine kilo ham who was eaten in one sitting by Sigmund Freud, and of course we can't forget Coco Chanel and the controversy over her ham-scented pillbox hat that was cast out of her summer collection in 1926. But no hams are so maligned as that belonging to Genghis Khan himself, who has said to have carried a glazed ham on his back, and in times of famine he would taunt his enemies by thrashing the local warlords three times over the head with the ham as a warning. He would then leave them enough to keep them alive, while ensuring they didn't eat enough to satiate their appetites. Such was the cruelty of the Khan bloodline, and the tradition continues today in some rural areas of Mongolia. So next time you eat a ham... Just remember, you're eating a slice of history. We always want to hear from you, the listener at Special Bonus Podcast, particularly about your encounters with ham. Feel free to tweet us at specialbonuspod, or you can email us at specialbonuspodcast at gmail.com. Thanks for listening. Satan, your overlord. Um, 
Hollywood for a few reasons. First of all, uh, some macaroni stuck between my teeth. Uh, I had a nice big bowl of macaroni and there's about three or four pieces just lodged between, you know, one between the fangs at the front and then the molars at the back. Have a couple more. It's very painful and I thought you might know what to do. Can you please send me an email with some advice on that one? Now, that's number one. The second one, there's a big pile of, of library books you still haven't returned. Now, I'm not upset, but I'm angry. I'm just angry, really. There's library books, at least four of them, were supposed to be in last Tuesday, and then the other seven, yes, seven, about a month overdue. I mean, I just I don't even know what you're thinking. It's a library, you know, it's for sharing. So, um, I guess number three reason I called, um, I haven't seen you in a while. Um, it'd be lovely if you'd call me back. Getting lonely and bored. And, you know, we didn't finish that game of checkers. Is the game of checkers still half finished? And, you know, I think I was going to win. And, you know, I could make tiramisu. Because to me, tiramisu, you know, it has to be homemade. You, you can't buy it at a restaurant or a cafe. It's always better with, you know, personal touch. Anyway, call me back. And soon, because this macaroni in my teeth is, is killing me. That's all I'm doing. So, see ya. Our home street. special bonus podcast with swam hanley and sylvester apron if you want to keep in touch just go to specialbonuspodcast.com or follow us on twitter at specialbonuspod we uh we ran out of letters mm-hmm.